the world says you move on when something no longer serves you. And I am going to argue the kingdom perspective is that you move on from something and you release it when you are no longer serving God and you are no longer serving people. God will have something else for you. He will bring something else in. But this thing is now not yours to carry. Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hey, how are you? How are you? Welcome back to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Megan Nilsson, and I am so happy to be here with you today. First of all, before I dive into today's topic, I want to thank those of you who came to the If Only Conference. It was incredible. Lisa Figgins and I had a wonderful time leading you as you were listening to God, leaning in, creating that vision and, you know, casting the vision, creating the time for what God is calling you to do in 2024. And if you missed the conference and you're like, wait, what? You keep talking about this and it sounds amazing. Don't you worry. If you go to ifonlyconference.com, you can have access to the replay. You can take two hours of your time. You can get the workbook. You can sit down and you can listen for yourself. What is God calling you into? How do you get the clarity for that? What are some of the clues as to what he's stirring up inside you for a God-sized dream this year? And then even when you get the clarity, how in the world do you find the time? So lots of the folks that were on the call were wondering about how do you create the time for such a thing? So if only conference.com, head in there, grab it. It's been so fun to hear from people saying this was amazing fire. I have so much clarity. I've got butterflies in my stomach because I'm just excited for what God's doing. So you can feel the same way if only conference.com. All right. So last week, I was talking about in the last episode, how are you positioned for greater kingdom impact? And we were diving into Exodus chapter four, specifically looking at God's calling Moses, the burning bush and God calling to Moses and saying, Hey man, I am tasking you with this responsibility, with this privilege of going back to Egypt to free the Israelites. And 25 ways to Sunday, Moses is like, nope, no, thank you. Not me. I'm good. All that kind of stuff. And finally, as we know the rest of the story, Moses goes back. God says, I will be with you. I'm going to provide Aaron to help you. And after lots of trials, 10 plagues, in fact, finally, 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 the Israelites are freed. And then they have the looming danger of the Red Sea. God parts the Red Sea. The story is incredible how God's signs and wonders actually work to free his people. But then I got to thinking, okay, so we give God what's in our hand. We we submit to him. We listen to him. We walk out in faith, the things that he's calling us to do. But what happens on the other side of that equation? when it's no longer yours to carry, because there are two sides to this coin here. One side is 
here I am, Lord, send me, even if it's wild and crazy, I want to serve my God. I want to listen to you and I will walk in bold faith, trusting that you are with me, giving me the courage to do this. And then if we flip all the way to Deuteronomy chapter 31, we then see Moses is now passing the mantle to Joshua. And he is realizing that it this, this mantle of leadership is no longer his to carry. He is giving it to Joshua, his successor. And I want to read some verses for you and then unpack a few things that we can all learn together on this side, on this side of the equation. So chapter 31 of Deuteronomy goes like this. It says in from the NIV, then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. Verse two, he says, I am now 120 years old. So that's like double the the, uh, average rate of retirement, right? If we're mostly like 60 years old when we retire, Moses is 120. So he might have, you know, he might have grounds to retire. He says, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord, your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and you will take possession of the land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them what he did at Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse seven, then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, be strong and courageous for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. There's a couple things that I really love here. Number one is I'm I'm remembering all the way back to Exodus chapter four, when Moses is resisting and fighting this thing. And the Lord says, Hey, you're not going alone. I am going with you. Moses has lived decades of this life. And now he is able to tell Joshua with unequivocal faith, be strong and courageous. God will never leave you. He will go with you because he has experienced it and he knows it to be true. It was interesting because I decided to get on the Google and ask the Google, how how do you know, this is what I'm typing into the search bar, how do you know when it's time to move on, when it's time to, to let something go and, and, you know, it's no longer yours to do? And I kid you not, all of the searches that came up, at least on the first and second page, had something to do with this phrase. And it said, You need to let it go when it no longer serves you. And I was like, whoa, that hit me like a ton of bricks because I thought, what is the kingdom perspective on that? The world says, hey, it's time to to let something go, to release something, to move on when it no longer serves you when you are too tired, when you, you know, you you kind of don't feel like it anymore. And while I'm not completely disparaging that, I just thought what a what an image. What is the difference with the kingdom view versus the worldly view? When the world says, "Hey, you let it go when it no longer serves you." I'm going to argue that kingdom perspective 
is God says, you need to let it go when it no longer serves me. When something is no longer glorifying God, serving him, he has tasked someone else with this, then it's time to let it go. We learn even right here in Deuteronomy 31, verse 2, Moses says, I'm 120. I am no longer able to lead you. Moses is not saying, hey, this no longer serves me. I don't really feel like doing this anymore. He is literally saying, I am too old. I am unable. It is time for new leadership. I remember when my father retired after 40 years as the hometown favorite physician. And he said, I know it's time to retire because my brain is no longer able to do what it once was when I was a younger physician. And it is not serving my clients. It is not serving my patients rather because they need someone who's able to do this at the level that is able to take care of them. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't like my dad was saying, hey, this no longer serves me. In fact, he lamented giving it up and, and retiring because he loved his career so much. So I would say one clue as to whether it's time to move on from something is how would you answer the question, am I able to do this anymore? Am I able to do this with the utmost integrity? Am I able to serve God and serve people at the highest level? If you are no longer able to do that, there's no shame in that. There's no guilt in that. It's just seasons of life come and go. And maybe it's time to say, we've had a good run. Thank you, Lord, for this gift you've given me. And now I am no longer able to do it. It is time for me to go. The next clue is in verse verse two, he said, he continues on with, the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. So when you take this thing to God in prayer, when you are, are praying about something, maybe it's, it's a commitment that you're in, a job that you're in, maybe even a relationship that you're in. And you ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you have to say about this? What do you have to say about my commitment here, my involvement here? And if you feel like the Lord is saying, this is no longer yours to carry, then you listen to him. You listen to him. What is he saying to you? Not what the world says, but what does God say? And trust that God's going to go ahead of you. I love this beautiful picture of succession and and giving up that, that mantle of leadership because Moses is clear. His time has come. It is time to let it go. Joshua is the one. And God is saying, I will go ahead of you. I will destroy the nations before you and you will take possession of the land. Joshua will will also cross over ahead of you. Not only is God saying it's time to hang it up, he is saying, you know what? You're actually not going to be able to go. What a pain point in that moment. I think part of the reason that we don't give something up that we hold on beyond the time that we go too long in something is because we're afraid of missing out. This moment, Moses knows without a shadow of a doubt that he is actually not going to be able to pass into the promised land for various reasons. The way he lived his life before, some of the things that that he did, and God said, you know what? 
you are my leader, but you no longer get to go. So we hold on to something way past time because we don't want to miss out. And, And it's vulnerable to give that to someone else. For Moses to trust Joshua's leadership had to have been excruciating. But Moses was so connected to the Lord, he knew God has said to me, listen, I love you, but you're not going to pass into this land. Joshua is going to take the mantle of leadership. He is going to do it. The Lord's going to go ahead of him. And Moses is so beautiful as he lets this go because he says, you be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. He is speaking blessing and he is speaking life into this. So say, for example, that you are retiring from a job or you are letting something go, or you know that your season of leadership, your season of commitment in a certain area is over. What would it look like for you to live with the highest integrity, be a kingdom person and speak blessing and life into the person, into the institution coming after you, knowing that there's a new generation of leadership, that you bless them and you do not curse them. Moses is going to miss out. And instead of saying, well, good luck, everybody. Glad you get to go to the promised land. I don't really get to go to the promised land, but I'm done. I'm 120. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm out. I'm dipping. He said, I know I'm no longer able to do this and I'm going to bless you. And if you read chapter 32, Moses actually writes an entire song. So just because your season in something is over, it does not mean that you are completely out of the picture. You can bless, you can give words of encouragement and blessing and declaration. And you can, even if you're not physically present somewhere, you can leave a legacy. You can leave your words and your, your deeds and your words, they leave a legacy. So jump into chapter 32 and see the song that Moses writes. It's, it's deep and it's complex. And it's time. So what does that look like for you? Are you sensing that your time is coming to an end in a certain area because you are no longer able to do it with the highest integrity, glorifying God and serving people at the highest level? Then it's time to release it. And God says, don't worry. Just because you release something specific, it doesn't mean you are unworthy and you now, you no longer have any worth or position in this world that you just need to sort of like blow away in the wind. No, it just means that you are handing this over to the next person that God is preparing for this and he will continue to give you purpose until your dying day. So what is the new season that God is calling you into? Many times we stay past our prime or past our our expiration date in something because we're afraid of letting people down. We've been in this too long. We've put too much work into it and we don't know how we could possibly let it go. It's, it's our baby. It's our pet project. Can you imagine? I mean, Moses has been with these Israelites through thick and thin, through the wilderness, and he is now confident that God is calling him to retire to bring in new leadership and let this thing go. So this is not a very long episode. So I hope that you get something out of it. I hope this blesses you, but I just feel very strongly today to put in front of you this idea that the world says you move on when something no longer serves you. 
And I am going to argue the kingdom perspective is that you move on from something and you release it when you are no longer serving God and you are no longer serving people. God will have something else for you. He will bring something else in. But this thing is now not yours to carry. So I love you guys. If there's something that you are wrestling with and you're in that place where you're like, man, am I supposed to be giving something? Am I supposed to be releasing something, giving something up, moving on? I don't know how to do that. Well, find me, head to my website, meganbnilson.com. Click on that curiosity call. I would love to hear what you're wrestling with, what you're working through, because it will honor God and it will show people the love of Jesus when you can with utmost love and respect and integrity, let something go, release it, vulnerably submit it to God, and then allow someone else, trust that God has someone else to step in, pick this up and take it to the next season and the next level. So love you guys and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen, or head to my website, meganbnilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.